There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at andrewdonovan.com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. Being miracle-minded is about tapping into the flow of possibility. It's about being receptive to the unseen, unseen good, unseen well-being that is available and accessible to you at all times. This is the moment where all your power is. It's the springboard into everything that's possible for you. What can you create when you live your soul truth and flow with the well-being of the universe? Let's get real about it. I'm Andrew Donovan, international success coach, top 50 podcaster, rebel to limits and norms, and unapologetic attractor of love, prosperity, and fun. Here to spotlight how you can live your own truth as you create your most meaningful life, to call you out on your bullshit, and to remind you that no matter what you desire, the universe says yes. This episode is dedicated to anybody who, in this moment in life, is in need of a miracle or two. And to be truthful, that's basically all human beings all the time. I mean, there is no big or small miracles. Miracles are of equal importance. They're all of equal weight, as stated in the book A Course in Miracles. Uh, a, a Course in, yeah, A Course in Miracles. <laughs> there is no order of difficulty to miracles, meaning that miracles big or small the universe doesn't prioritize them the universe doesn't put big ones next in line after small ones because they're all the same they're all of equal possibility of equal weight of equal value and it doesn't matter what your miracle is so let's talk about being miracle minded now i have a cool little prop in my hand here it is a bottle of essential oil and it's a rare essential oil that was truly some a part of a miracle for me. So a couple of years ago, I was writing a book about exotic and unusual essential oils. And I had done a bunch of research, found a bunch of just, you know, unique essential oils that people hadn't really heard of that most people didn't have access to, but that were really interesting. And there was an essential oil called liquid amber, all one word. And I didn't know what this oil was, but I kept seeing it pop up and I'd never smelled it. I never experienced it before. So I've got my whole spread of chemistry books and plant research materials all spread out in my, in my loft. And I'm researching this essential oil and my doorbell rings and I go downstairs and there's a package and I open it up and out slips a bottle of liquid amber essential oil. And I'm just thinking, what? <laughs> and I look at the card that was attached with the that came with the bottle of oil, and it was from my dear friend Victoria, who lives in Colorado, United States, but does business in China, which is a country where liquid amber is frequently produced. And she she had her husband was in China. He bought a whole bunch of liquid amber, shipped it to the United States, and she knows that I love essential oils and was 
uh, and the, do I write re- I write educational materials or have a company that produces those about essential oils? And so she thought she would be just a nice friend and ship a bottle to me. Now, this is what blew my mind. We're talking about a multiple month journey for this bottle of essential oil to make its way from China to Colorado to Salt Lake City, Utah, and for it to ru- arrive on my doorstep the exact moment that I was literally researching this oil. I mean, what are the chances? I, 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 I stood at my front doorway looking at this bottle of essential oil, and I was just mind blown. I mean, how many hands did this package pass through? How many perfectly synced up things had to be in place in order for it to arrive on my doorstep at that exact moment? Not the day after, not hours after, literally the moment when I was researching this essential oil. And just so you know, Victoria, my friend, she and I had not talked about this oil. She didn't even know that I was writing this book. It was literally the universe lining up the perfect sequence. I mean, I, I, you, you can't make this stuff up, correct? And this, to me, is one of those little miracles that just reminded me of how much possibility exists in this world. It's like it's like when you're traveling overseas and you bump into a friend that that lives in your hometown but you haven't seen in years and you're thinking we we both had to go to Spain in order to run into each other. I'm I'm talking about a firsthand experience of course. And and it's like what are the chances? Well, the chances are that everything is possible. So, what does being miracle-minded really mean? For me, a miracle means that possibility comes into play in this physical reality in a way that the human mind would not have anticipated. That's a miracle. And and there are, I suppose there are miracles, things we would call miracles that we would anticipate, such as a newborn child coming into our arms, and, and we would absolutely say that's a miracle. Life itself, it just existence is a miracle. And I suppose why we'd call that a miracle is because, I mean, so many things outside our control that just line up perfectly in order for life to exist. It's miraculous, right? So... In previous episodes, you've heard me use the term cooperative components. A cooperative component is one of the little pieces of the bigger picture that fit right into the right perfect spot. And these cooperative components, I mean, it's its what makes our lives come together. I'm looking at the room around me and I see the furniture, this couch, the artwork, this beautiful mango wood coffee table that my computer's sitting on. And I think of the just all the cooperative components that had to come into play for this to exist. The the tree that had to grow, the carpenters that manufactured the table, that the polished things, the, the companies that produced the wood stain, the companies that made the bolts and the iron for the legs. I mean, so many cooperative components came together. Now, when we look at our lives and we see a troubled area and we think oh my gosh i need a freaking miracle here like it's going to take a miracle to get me out of this sticky situation where i maybe i'm about to get fired from my job or maybe i'm about to lose my house or maybe it's something that's not that catastrophic but it still feels nonetheless like you need a miracle. Maybe you're just panicked about an exam that you've got and you think it's going to take a miracle for me to not fail this class, right? We we talk that way as if there's something that's so insurmountable in front of us and 
and whose consequences are so weighted that, well, either something has to just fall into our lap by absolute happenstance. It's a luck of it's luck of the draw. If we get the miracle, we were lucky. If we don't get the miracle, I guess someone else needed a miracle more because the limited universe, you know, God's wisdom is is in short supply on Tuesdays, I guess. And and hopefully, fingers crossed, we get the miracle. That's of course not how it actually works. You know, I I like to tease the way that uh, I hear prayers made sometimes because, like, I'll hear people say things like, "Dear God, please bless that we'll drive home safely and get home get home in one piece." And I think, I think, do you believe that if you didn't ask God for that, that you wouldn't get home safely? <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with you know your attention on the road or or you being in alignment with safety. And and truthfully, I I think that meditation, prayer, intentions, it's it's a, they're all ways of calibrating to the flow of miracles. And so however you word it, that's great. My point is that miracles are always accessible and the universe is never in short supply of them. The universe has unlimited ideas, unlimited possibilities. And one way that we cut ourselves off from miracles is by fixating our focus on one path forward and saying it's got to be this way. It's got to look like this. You've got a financial need. And so you look at a way that you could get a raise at work or a way that you could make your business take a turn for the better. And you think it's got to look like this. If this doesn't happen, then everything's going to fall through. I, I always laugh when I watch an episode of Shark Tank. For those of you outside the U.S., that's a show that we have here where a group of five wealthy venture capitalist investors will hear pitches from entrepreneurs as they create their dream business. And and sometimes the entrepreneurs will say behind the scenes, they'll say, we've got to get a deal from the sharks. If we don't get a deal, it's our last chance. We, we it, This is our last chance to succeed. And I think, oh my gosh, <laughs> that is such intense scarcity mentality because they're literally saying, my well-being is in the hands of this rando person sitting across the room in that chair. And because, for some reason, because they're the billionaire and I'm standing in front of them, that's my only possibility for succeeding. Which, of course, we know is just funky, wonky, weird, a weird way to go about creating your dream business, your dream reality, right? Because if we know that... that Money comes from an unlimited source. Money's all made up, right? And 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 all the things that come together for the miracle of someone's business taking off, because that's a miracle. It's it's amazing. I that didn't come from a shark. That came from uncountable cooperative components that piece themselves together. So one of the reasons why I'm so fascinated with the law of attraction is because when you're in vibrational alignment, meaning when your vibe, the vibe that you're being, not 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 when the internal vibe that you're being, the way that you feel, the way the things you're thinking, the focus that you're holding, when your vibe is in sync with your desires, law of attraction lines up cooperative components. I mean, that's the whole point of law of attraction. It attracts the various cooperative components needed to compile be compiled together for the manifestations that you desire. And that manifestation is what in this episode we're calling a miracle, right? 
So let's say that you're the parent of a sick child and you're praying, you're saying, God, I need a miracle, save my kid, right? And the the miracle that you're thinking is you need their immune system to turn around or you need this this wound that's that's doing poorly to heal or you need the doctor to come up with some great regimen that's going to jumpstart their immune system and kill off the bad things in their body, whatever it is, right? There are many, many cooperative components that can be drawn together. And when you're miracle-minded, that means that your focus is upon the loving nature of the universe. Your focus is upon possibility, not scarcity, not lack, not not obstacles. And when you're miracle-minded, well, being miracle-minded means that your thoughts are in line with the 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 truth that so much is possible for you i mean with this example you're the parent of a sick child i mean how many things could come into play you could bump into a book that's got this revolutionary new diet that changes your your child's physiology you could bump into a new doctor that's got a new procedure or or a new set of treatments that that is revolutionary experimental or maybe it's been around for ages and you just didn't know about it or i mean so many cooperative components could come into play and when you're miracle minded that's when the right ones for you line up i mentioned a moment ago that one of the surest ways to block the flow of miracles is to be attached to a certain format that you want your miracle to take shape but remember the whole point of the miracle is that it happens in a way unconventional to common human thinking you may think that your life's got to take a turn for the better through this route, and the universe knows a much bigger picture. If you remember the term path of least resistance, path of least resistance is the path to miracles. And the reason why is because, well, as a human being, you've lived a bunch of life, you've developed some cool beliefs, you've developed some wonky, limited beliefs, right? You see life through your own lens. It's not good, bad, or right, or wrong. It's just the lens you see it through. And that causes you to believe in abundance in certain areas. And if you're like most humans, all humans, you believe in scarcity in other areas. Well, that means that you've got resistance in the form of scarcity minded thinking okay and that is your path is littered with that that's just part of being a human being right you you can say all day long that you believe in the abundant universe but every human being has areas where they get a little bit snacked where they see limitation instead of possibility where they expect hardship instead of flow and well-being and abundance and that's that's just all that's everybody so you've got this path from where you are now to where you want to go, where you want to go is the the unfolding of the miracle, right? And there's resistance on the path. And, well, imagine there are little boulders or, or you know, big rocks on the path that you're, that you're traveling. We'll call those rocks the resistance. Well, your, your soul self, your, your higher self, your inner being, the, the wiser mind of the universe knows how to navigate that resistance. That's why we call it the path of least resistance. The point isn't to heal all wounds and dispel all limiting beliefs and to be a, a completely all-the-time enlightened being. That's, that's not why you're here. You can navigate the path of least resistance by being miracle-minded. And you know that you're navigating the path of least resistance, the path upon which miracles will fall into place 
on your behalf, you know you're on that path by how you feel. That's the beauty of your emotions. When you feel high vibes, that's when you know you're in alignment with miracles. You know you're in alignment because your emotional state tells you that things are working out. Your emotional state tells you that you are cared for, that you are safe, that you are loved. And maybe you don't know exactly how the miracles are going to come about. And, you know, even the term miracle gets a, gets us a little bit wonky sometimes. Because when I gave those examples earlier of people who say they need a miracle, the need for miracle is almost always rooted in scarcity, always rooted in the lack of what you want. And of course, when you're tuned in, when you're dialed into the lack, you're not in a place to receive a miracle at all, right? You're in a place to receive lack of miracles, more of what you don't want. And so you've got to be just gentle with yourself as you gently tune your inner state and find a way to follow those emotions that tell you you're in alignment. Now, here's something that's a little bit tricky. Sometimes we hear this and we think, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow my emotions. And when I'm feeling high vibe emotions, that means I'm on the right path. But sometimes that that looks completely nonsensical. It looks illogical. You've got this dire need in front of you where you're thinking you desperately need a miracle right here, right now. Please, God, help me out. And then the things that feel light and flowy and easy, they're not really related to that problem. Well, here's why this actually does make perfect sense. It is very difficult to improve reality because when you're fixated on reality, you're tuned into how things are meaning you're calibrated to the energy of what is. And when that's what you're tuned to, that's what you're attracting more of. The whole point of a miracle is that it's new. It's fresh. It was unseen. It was unexpected. You didn't expect it to come about that way. So what if you tuned to the feeling of of anticipating, of eager anticipation of the new, the refreshing, the exciting new ways to feel joy, new ways to feel healthy, new ways to feel well, new ways to feel prosperous, new ways to to feel cared for. That would be interesting, right? Whatever your miracle is, and I know you've got it loud in your head right now, what if you held space for it to unfold on your behalf? Not because you made it happen, not because you got worthy of it. That's bullshit. You're worthy right now. You're worthy and deserving, period, always the end, right? What if you held space for the miracle to happen just because you remember it's the nature of the loving universe to bring things together in your favor? You're here to prosper. You're here to thrive. The universe is the is the wise mind that manages the miracles. You don't have to manage the miracle. Your job is just to manage your state of allowing. And you're, you know you're allowing when you feel flowy, when you feel eager anticipation, when you feel refreshment, satisfaction, relief even. That's when you're allowing miracles. If you feel like you're struggling, you have to make things happen, or you've got to take responsibility, or get down to business, or you've got to be, uh, be diligent, or whatever, there's so much resistance in all of that. And you're going to have to compensate for your resistance with a lot of hard work, all right? When you're in the path, when you're attuned to miracles and possibility, it feels nice. It feels refreshing. So my friend, you live in a universe where there are endless ideas, endless possibilities, endless solutions. And whatever your miracle is, I promise you, 
you're worthy and deserving of it. And your only job, it's not to orchestrate the miracle. Again, the universe orchestrates miracles. Your job is just to be in a state of allowing the miracle. And there you go. So so make a little game for yourself. How can you just wiggle into that state, that feeling of being open, receptive, allowing, flowing, receptive to goodness, receptive to well-being, receptive to new, to refreshing, to possible, all right? That's your game. That's your job. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode, or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something that you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show in general, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. So many thanks for leaving your rating and review and for sharing episodes you like with the people who matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.